Hello everybody and welcome to episode five of Equality and Diversity and today I have the amazing Priscilla here today to explain what she does in the creative entertainment industries. So Priscilla would you like to introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about what you do? Sure thanks Saskia. Um, so I'm Priscilla, I'm a freelance marketing manager and I'm also uh, creating my own startup um, which is a marketplace for minority-owned businesses here in the UK. Amazing. Do you want to go into a little bit more detail about where you're from and your kind of background? Yeah. So I'm from Indonesia. I was born and raised there, moved to the UK when I was eight with my family, and I've been here ever since. Amazing. So what's it kind of like being um, kind of from an Asian culture and being a woman in the industry? How, what kind of challenges do you find that that brings with it? Yeah. So, um, I mean, my background is, well, my degree is in fashion promotion. So it's not hard as a woman to kind of be in that industry um, because there is a lot of us. And I know when I was at university, there's the ratio of, of like male, well, or female to male is definitely like always over. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, but as, as a person of color, I think, um, there is some sort of barrier in terms of the opportunities we get. And um, I guess this isn't, you know, um, I, I, I mean, I don't really know what it is, but um, yeah, people, I guess, uh, Asian women in the industry, especially in the entertainment industry and in the film industry, we're not very uh, well represented. And I think it's just beginning to, sort of get there but there's always going to be work that needs to be done and I know Disney's um, been really trying to um, diversify their sort of um, you know characters and like films um, which is great to see but sometimes it's it's more of um, us getting like simplified in terms of how like how can we be diverse but also hit like a lot of these ethnicities all at the same time and it's not it's not that because from one country to another even if it's in the south southeast asia um vicinity it's there is still some differences though there are a lot of similarities and as for myself and personally like i've um you know uh, i'm sort of competing but i don't want to look like i'm competing with other people in the race um yeah you know what I mean and I think a lot of it is to do with connections and so um you know as long as you're well connected with people in the industry then you have a foot in but um that also comes at uh you know comes at a privilege um and who you surround yourself with and your background and that kind of thing that's a great point. So tell us a little bit about your background and tell us like a little bit more about your history and what you've done in the past and your kind of educational background. So tell us a bit more about that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I always say to people like um, if I had not moved to the UK, I don't think I'd be doing what I'm doing now. Mm. And I know a lot of Asian countries tend to focus on the traditional route of like, oh, you need to become a doctor or an engineer or like 
you know a lawyer just so that there is that um financial stability yeah yeah. Um, yeah but my parents have well my dad especially have always told me you know it doesn't matter what you do as long as you're successful at it and I'm like I don't know what success means <laughs> but um that that was really encouraging because I know a lot of you know parents don't always want their kids to do whatever they want and so I um, went to school you know did GCSEs and stuff and found that I was good at textiles and that's where I started um, exploring you know oh maybe I could be in the fashion industry amazing love drawing I love drawing you know um, I've been drawing since you know like obviously uh, at the start of time but like um, um, yeah and the I think the most important thing for me to be able to pursue a creative career was the teachers that actually encouraged me and, um, you know, complimented my work. And they, they would say like, oh, Priscilla, well done. Like, I love the way you do this. And I'm like, oh, that's that's great. Like, I, I have a strength to uh, fall back on. And so it was those teachers in primary school that really encouraged me to keep going in my creativity. And that resulted in me pursuing, you know, fashion at first thinking that I wanted to be designer but um I didn't like sewing or the the more technical side of um design I love you know illustrating and designing on paper but um other things I was like I just leave it to someone else so that's why I did fashion promotion because um yeah uh you know um like I I get to explore different mediums and um, seeing what works in terms of storytelling and I think storytelling is so important in any sort of um, industry that you're in especially in the creative industry and um, one of my tutors when I was doing art foundation at uh, Arts University Bournemouth was um, she, yeah she told me look your background like you're you're way ahead of everyone else because they you have something that they don't and most of the people in my group for the fashion and textiles um, sort of pathway yeah. were mostly white. And so, yeah, she told me like, look, you've got this that these people don't have. So make sure you make the most of it. And I've always put that in my, in my thoughts and be like, okay, well, what can I do to express myself and to let other people know about where I come from? Because that is also important. And my dad always says like, don't forget where you come from. And to this day, I still haven't got a British passport. <laughs> beautiful though how you've kind of brought that out in your work and your creativity I think that's amazing and yeah, so you've you. shared with, with us in this talk it's just been really inspirational to hear that and how beautiful like to feel empowered by people at such a young age and that's kind mm -hmm. of you carry on I think that's yeah. kind of similar a little bit to my own kind of journey in a way where I felt that I was encouraged to do something I was good at and that's kind of I've stuck with it because I enjoyed it and I think that's definitely something that the viewers could kind of get is if you if you feel a passion for something, you really enjoy it, then stick at it. Because I think that's definitely, you know, something that's worth doing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my mom just came. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's really hard to know as a young person, like what you want to do in life. And I think the education system kind of, I guess, put puts us under pressure to actually know okay well um your for your GCSEs what kind of subjects you want to do and then like for your A-levels like what for three or four subjects that you want to continue and then you have to choose um uh, a course that hopefully 
you'd like by the end of the three or four years but um yeah a lot of people that I know they don't tend to use their degrees um you know for for their future jobs and so in my mind I'm like um yeah no I wouldn't want to be spending or investing a lot of money in something that I'm not going to use in the future yeah Yeah. um and I think you know as, as important as education is um it's more important to actually find out like what it is that you're passionate about and how you can turn that or monetize that um even though that is probably the hardest like way to go about your career but you feel so much more um passionate and so much more determined and motivated to do what you do every day yeah 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 I think that's definitely a great thing to share. And, and tell us a little bit about your project that you've got at the moment that you run, because I know you run your own little kind of project. So tell the viewers a little bit more about that. What's that about? Yeah, so um, the startup that I'm doing, um, it actually came about around November 2020. So during uh, lockdown and, you know, the whole BLM movement and anti well, Asian hate from COVID of that, um put a fire in me to be like okay well I want to do more for uh, my community and also those in the you know ethnic minority groups and I know there is a lot of support for black owned businesses and um but I haven't seen one that's specifically for like Asians or other minority groups and I thought well why why are we just singling out one minority group and I'm not saying this because you know I like yeah but like I'm saying it well, why don't we just be inclusive of all of these minority groups rather than just singling out? Because you're like the person who I could be, you know, one of those people looking at the opportunities on their website and be like, oh, I don't qualify because I'm not black. And um, I just want to be able to be inclusive of everyone. And um, yeah, and just speaking to lots of different people and lots of different founders and um and feel like well you don't have to go into the traditional route of um you know university and then getting a job like you can do what what you like and you know if you don't know where to start like we can be your first point of contact in terms of connections and like oh how do you start a business and that kind of thing and then um more in the into the storytelling side of it um i am also looking into um you know promoting these people um and are telling their stories like through through film or through moving image and just making it into this beautiful way capturing their stories in a beautiful way that's like kind of a documentary but not so much of a documentary if that makes sense Uh, (laughs) so yeah that's what I'm working on right now Wow, that sounds amazing. Do you want to tell the viewers a little bit what, what's what's the group called or how can they find you or how can they connect with you on any yeah. social media platforms? Sure. Um, so uh, it's called ARA, A-R-A-H. And we have a website that is still in the works, so you might not see anything on there, but it's um, ara.club. And um, that's also our handle on um, Instagram. So you can um, add us on there and we'll you know, we can also get you on a, a mailing list. Um, you can email us hello at ara.club. And yeah, we're looking for anyone who's interested in um, kind of being in the community, 
um, will help you in any way. And if, if you ever want to become allies as well, that's really important, you know, to support us in our work and um, seeing whether you can help um, these founders and creatives to, yeah, in their, in their journeys. Yeah, that sounds amazing. So if anyone wants to get in touch, please contact Priscilla directly through the website and I'm sure the, um, through, sorry, through the Instagram and I'm sure the website will be running soon. Yeah. Um, do people have to be educated? Do they have to be at kind of educational level to, to contact you or is that literally any level? Can anyone do that? Um, any level. I mean, if you've got an idea and you're like, you don't know where to start, like we are pretty much the perfect people to go to because we do have the connections and yeah yeah that sounds exciting so if anything you could kind of give back to the younger generations what would your kind of tips and hints be to someone maybe five or six years behind you and they want to kind of access the creative industries what kind of tips and hints would you give them I would say definitely put your foot in into networking like that's something that I I was like, I knew that I had to do and I started doing it when I was at university. But I'm like, I mean, if you're like, if you know which kind of creative route that you want to go into, I'd be like, yeah, get on LinkedIn and see the sort of people that you want to be connected to. Um, it doesn't hurt to even try messaging them and be like, hey, I'm looking into getting a career in this um, industry. Like, how, like, would you be able to help me or give me advice? That's like, that's already, you know, a stepping stone like you'd be ahead of your classmates or whatever and so yeah don't be afraid to reach out because you never know what these connections will do and what opportunities may lie in the future and just start working you know like even if it's really rubbish like your talent is something that you have to hone every every day and every time and you can only be so great at one thing if you put in the work and so keep putting in the work and keep working at it and um, getting like getting feedback, asking for feedback. And if you have someone that you know um, has done it all in life in terms of career, then ask them, you know, they could be your mentor and yeah, they will put you into the right direction in the right path. Definitely really good advice that you've given there, Priscilla. Thank you so much. And I just want to thank you for your time today and your great insight and your inspiration and just for you being you and being such an amazing role model. So thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. And I wish you all the success for the future. I'm sure you're going to have great successes and I'm sure I'm going to speak to you again soon. Yeah, no, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. Total pleasure. I hope you have a good afternoon. Thanks, you too. Thank you. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.